diamond and platinum mines across South Africa that have created a thriving underground economy. Now, one mining expert believes that the illegal underground mining industry supports thousands of people above ground in small mining towns like Valcom, where at least 34 Zamazamas were killed in an underground explosion last week. Wits University anthropologist Professor Robert Thornton, who specializes in studying illegal mining, says that illegal mining activity has a very big impact on the economies of mining towns. Millions of rands in sex, food and alcohol is being traded in secret underground cities. Professor Robert Thornton joins us on the line now to look into this a little further. Thanks for your time this morning, Professor Thornton. Yes, thank you. Good morning. So, Good morning. when we talk about um, this issue of an underground economy, how big is it across South Africa? You know, unfortunately, because it's underground, we simply don't have numbers um, to attach to it. Um, It's simply visible on the ground. You can see the areas where this mining is being successfully done. And, um, you know, life for large numbers of people is definitely better. Uh, So we don't have, we, we, we simply don't have numbers. And, you know, you do get numbers uh, in the press, um, people give a number to it, but uh, you know that simply can't be substantiated. Uh, so we, we don't really know. Um, but it's we do know that people are doing this. They're obviously making enough money to be worthwhile. Um, it's drawing in large numbers of people on the surface because you need to keep in mind that simply bringing the rock from underground is only one step in the process to get gold. So in order to, you have to make the gold out of the rock. (laughs) Professor Thornton, just reading through, uh, you know, uh, some of uh, your work and the research that you've conducted, it would seem that it is a lot worthwhile doing uh, this particular work. And if you look at the cost of goods, how much support would you say that this underground economy actually gives to mining towns? Well, it, it's huge. It's huge. Just, um, I mean, the reason that the mines are there is because there's gold underground, right? And the gold actually, you know, we've seen people, um, you know, just digging a few meters underground and producing enough ore to actually get gold out of it. Um, one of the surprising things about the processes that the miners are using is that they manage to, uh, to, to get almost 100% of the gold out of the ore that they're processing. And sometimes the values of that ore, the, the, the gold values in that ore, are down to 4 grams per ton, um, 5 grams per ton, and they're managing to get 4 or 5 grams per ton out of the ore that they're processing. Of course, that you know is a very small amount, but if you have enough people doing that constantly and actually extracting 100% of the gold out of the ore that they're processing, that's a much higher efficiency than industrial mines are producing. So, no. 
This activity is illegal, Mm. uh, but, you know, given uh, the importance uh, that it has in these mining towns um, that are basically suffering as a result of uh, the mines, in some instances, formally closing, um, uh, do you think that this is a reason enough for the authorities to turn a blind eye to the activity? I don't think they should turn a blind eye, but I think it should be legalized in countries where it is legal. Um or partially legal, uh, the, uh, the, the risk to the miners is greatly reduced. Um, first of all, they're not harassed by police, and they can invest more infrastructure. So in Zimbabwe, for instance, miners are able to actually create their own headgear um, at the top of the mine, the winding, um, you know, a winder, so that they can um, hoist each other hoist people up from the bottom of the shaft and, and hoist the waste and the gold. Um, whereas here, um, they're reduced to simply climbing up ropes, which break and people fall. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, but they, they aren't able to invest more um, in the actual operation because it's going to be disrupted by the police and confiscated. I must say it is absolutely fascinating and makes for riveting reading. You know, when you read that people, um, the Zamazamas, when they come, they rock up with about 100,000 rand, um, which obviously then has to go around in that economy uh, yeah. in the town. And the cost of goods, I have to read this. Mm. So cost of goods, Amarula, 5,000 rand. Whiskey, <laughs> 3,000 rand, oh. a black label beer, 1,500 rand for a six-pack, a two-liter Coke, 100 rand, tea or coffee, 60 rand, sugar, 50 rand, sex with a prostitute, 2,500 rand, yeah. toilet paper, 300 <laughs> rand a roll. Okay, but you have to keep in mind that all of these numbers are negotiable. So, I mean, but people probably, willing to pay up to that much? Well, no. They, that's, mm, uh, you know, I would question those numbers. Um, I, I was going to amounts. say then, you know, people may start thinking they're in the wrong professions well, if exactly. this is what you can make, you know, selling to Zamazamas. Exactly. No, you can make, um, and it's not just selling to Zamazamas, it's people with craft skills. So they're making, um, hand making the protective gear um, that these guys need um, out of. Uh, you know, recycled materials. Uh, so all of, you know, there's a lot of recycling going on. Um, there's a lot of cooking and, you know, uh, the women are involved in the processing of the, the ore in order to get the gold out. So it's not just selling. Um, it's a complex technical industry. Mm. And I, I want to emphasize the, the technique, the technical part of this, because... You know, Azamazama is not just going underground to pick up any old rock. Um, he has to recognize, is this good quality ore? Um, because he can only lift up. He, he has to climb out of that shaft. And he can only carry about, you know, 20, max 30 kilos of rock on his back um, when he climbs up that shaft. Um, so... He has, to, he has to know that that's good quality ore that he's carrying, right? Professor Thornton, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we could go on speaking about this for quite some time. And, and, and maybe we need to bring back that conversation to debate uh, no. whether this activity should be legalized. Well, it's legalized in many countries. So, 
Um, yes, it should be legalized. I think we can say that clearly. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning, Professor Robert.